0: Awesome. So thank you so much for joining another episode of A Dose of Black Joy and Caffeine. Uh, This is the pilot season. So, um, yeah, I appreciate all the support on today's show. I have a very good uh, friend of mine, but also someone that um, I think is doing um, amazing things, um, not only within um, their professional life, but also in their personal life. Today on A Dose of Black Joy, we are going to talk about a dose of uh, meditation. You know, I think coming out of the pandemic and even within our lives, uh, being able to be still and also take time for yourself um, is highly important. So I have Alex on today's show. Alex has a background as an advertising um, executive. Um, Alex also has... um, his own initiative, uh, strongly connected to uh, meditation and also the power of music and healing through that. So we have a lot that we're gonna cover on today's show, but I'm gonna shut up just to say, Alex, welcome to the show.
1: Oh man, thank you so much, I do. I'm so glad to be here. You are uh, a creative genius in your own right. You inspire me in a lot of ways. And so I'm I'm happy to just uh, talk shop with you.
0: I appreciate it. I, I know that I probably did not do your bio as much justice as I would have liked, but um, for the people at home that are listening, um, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's um, that's a always a difficult question for me, but I will say that um, you know my journey is a journey of really discovery, a journey of seeking truth, and. Um, you know, it's, it showed up in many different ways at different stages of my life. You know, um, I started my sort of professional career, like you mentioned, seeking to be into the advertising world, um, not knowing what that meant. But even before that, um, I actually started off, um, you know, doing modeling, right? And so mm-hmm. um, in a world that's so uh, innately focused um, on the aesthetics of, uh, or the exterior uh, I found myself being a little bit more curious about who's behind the ideas, who's behind the creativity, and how can we change that face? Um, and so um, as I, I was going to castings and things like that, I got really curious about, all right, who's actually coming up with the ads? Um, and that's when I continue to, like, really, really seek um, being in an advertising world. So so, so very interesting to me to, to be on the other side of, of yeah. that um and you know since then over that time uh, i've been i've had stops um uh, in dallas at the marcus graham project yep. uh, where i got a chance to meet you i've had stops in chicago i um, an amazing city where i really got to grow up there and i've been in new york uh for the last almost six years i'm um, doing some amazing things uh creating some amazing campaigns working with and for um an icon of mine and many um your favorite director or not your favorite director, your director's favorite director. Spike it, is Lee. My,
0: it is my favorite director. Yeah. He has <laughs> religion, so,
1: um, and and that, and it's been a huge, huge, huge uh, teaching moment throughout the years working with him, and also just being able to make my own mistakes. Um, and on top of that, I've been able to do things. I've always been a man of many projects, and be able, been a, being able to um, create many things in my community. Being behind um, uh, the amazing platform of CultureCon. Um, and then also really, really transforming my own individual progression um, of being able to express the artistry and the artist that I am um, through field the Space. And so I'm really excited to talk a little bit more about that. Um, and also, of course, meditation um, and, and more.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. And I, I was just about to dive into that. I mean, I know that you I had a chance to read your bio. And most of that stuff I've already known, which is like, I think, that says a lot about um, a lot about the friendships that you realize over time. You start to like grow with other individuals because I'm just like, wait, why do I know this about? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like awesome, but also at the same time, I do want to take a couple of steps back because I know that you talk about like the um, how you stepped into modeling because it was something that you were passionate about, and then also now I think you're even more so starting to. Um, Look more um, like you're more focused on the inner versus the out appearance of everything. Um, at one point, you were also, if not still, an athlete, right, uh, within the track and field space. Um, and I would love to know a little bit about how you, how the early stages of track and field even like guided you to where you're at today in your life.
1: Yeah. So uh, I, don't, I let me let me let me say this clearly. I was terrible at track and field. I did practice with track and field. My dad was an amazing track and field runner. My younger brother is an amazing track and field runner. Mm-hmm. I myself was terrible. I was great at basketball.
0: Got it. OK, OK, but OK.
1: I am an athlete for sure. And um, when it comes to just being an athlete, I think there is such such inherent life lessons yeah. that come with it. Um, it is, a, it is a spiritual practice. We don't think of it that way, but it is a spiritual practice. And, and, it, and I didn't come to that own realization until I started to get, go, off, go on my own spiritual journey um, and really, really understand that. And then you start to understand how much of meditation, how much of the the confluence of meditation and running um, happens for all of the greatest athletes, like, like the deer or late-rate. Kobe Bryant or, or even the Michael Jordans of the world and some of these current athletes and LeBron of, of today. And so it's really, really, um, I guess a, a great discovery uh, mm-hmm. of, of being a, a lifetime athlete. Cause I don't, I think when you're out, when you're once an athlete, you're always an athlete. It's just, yeah, one hundred percent. you're running from someone else or you're running for yourself or yeah. you're performing for someone else and you're performing for yourself. So yeah.
0: And it's also on the other end too, it's like, if, if you're not an athlete, you're never an athlete. I mean, trust me, <laughs> my, my, jump, my, my, my layup ain't, and my layup ain't hitting, still ain't hitting anything, trust me. I was last pick for everything. But you know what, give me a computer, give me a Game Boy and a Nintendo, and I was killing it. So I was hacking everything. <laughs> Everybody, nobody was picking me. Um, But no, that, that, that's absolutely amazing. And I think the way of like, the um the way of just like meditation, and I think um the thinking behind it. There are so many people that think of it one particular way. Prior to you diving more into meditation, um, and even not doing it, was that based on your upbringing, or was it based on you not necessarily having enough information or tools in order to know where to start? Um, you know, it's
1: it's interesting, right? So like it's hard. For, I'm going to answer this question the best way I know how, but a great, I would say great influence on me um, has been my friend, Kenji Summers, um, who's also really, really taken um, a lead on sort of introducing meditation into our community in this in this sort of realm. You know, there's a lot of great meditators and a lot of great guided meditators, um, but we have a great friendship. And so I bring him up to say that you know we were in conversation and he was talking about or we were talking about sort of the great synergies between meditation because if you can think you can think about it just like a sport right you can yeah. you can play any type of sport there's many different sports you can play and that's sort of how you can think about meditation there's so many different meditations you can you can perform or practice um, but when i when i sort of think about Uh, Meditation for me and my practice over the last, I would say, deliberately the last two years, um, Mm -hmm. it's been about, you know, accessing that which is beyond me, which is beyond the the falseness of this world. We we all are sort of sort of wearing um, a false face, right? You know, and there is a nothingness um, beyond thought that. That you can access through meditation. It's not really about anything you do. It's more so about um, opening up the windows to be able to to witness um, all that's passing through you and all that's passing, whether it be thoughts, whether it be emotions, whether it be feelings, whether it be um, you know sensations in the body. And so, it's it's um been something that over time I've realized I don't need to do for an outcome, mm-hmm. um, more so. Um, It's really getting just to the essence of who I am and and almost um, doing it to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: For the fulfillment and joy of it.
0: Yeah. And I I feel like um, for so many people, they don't necessarily know where to start.
1: And then Mm -hmm. for a lot
0: of individuals, it could, um, you know, in full transparency, also feel awkward because I think in a lot of sense, and trust me, this is also coming from someone that did start there. And I, I definitely do meditate every single day, um, even if I need to. But it's like the way that we're programmed every single year, especially the world. If you're looking at it, I always think about the world in terms of just living as a globe, out of space, as you're seeing it. And every yeah. year, it's almost like the speed dial is dialing up a notch every single year. And that's what people want to meet. So, my question to you, and I know that you were on your own like personal journey of how you landed where you did for someone that doesn't have the tools or even feels like it's a bit awkward, where where can they start in that? And I, I know that's a bit of a loaded question. So, um, but just like, what, what would you recommend?
1: Yeah, I mean, my recommendation is uh, based on my own journey, um, yeah. start, wherever you're at, right? Don't don't expect that you're gonna be able to meditate for 30 minutes or an hour or, or in longer. Like, start with two minutes, start with three breaths, start with 10 breaths um, and allow yourself to just go down that journey. And I think um, when I first started, one, one of the things that really, really helped me was, okay, if I can just allow myself to always focus on my breathing Mm -hmm. i'm not even forcing it just focus and and observe myself breathe then i know i can get into um, getting into meditating for five minutes 10 minutes whatever it is and then you get to a point where it's like you don't necessarily need to clock your time it's not even about clocking your time it's about sort of being flexible to whatever or being harmonious to whatever it is your intention is and Mm so um you know in the morning, I, I try to be at times very dedicated and make sure I'm, I'm meditating at a certain time or before I enter in certain activities, but also know like there's a flexibility to the life things come up. And so it's really just paying attention to my body and being more conscious, but it's been meditation yeah. meditation that has allowed me to be more conscious of my body, my thoughts, the signals, signs, and symbols that are happening in my mind and my body and all around me. And so I would say just start number one your life source and your life source is your breath pay attention to your breath
0: i love it now um, thank you so much i think that that is going to be extremely helpful to the listeners especially like i said for those that never dived into it or even like want to start Um, i just think it's hard for a lot of people to even know a place to start and like you said, just as much as we take that first breath in the morning before you even take it, or even you know, you should be thankful that you're taking it. That should truly even guide your meditation um in that space. So speaking of spaces, um, I want to talk about fill the space because um, you know, um I'm super proud of you of just like of, of what you are uh creating and also like how intentional um I mean it feels, you know. Um I've I've seen Comments I've seen rave reviews about it and what I love about it While I hope I'm not giving away too much is also how um, um, Mysterious it is uh, in a sense and it in the best way so I don't want to actually say what it is Because you know my interpretation it may be a little different, but I would love for you to talk about what is for the space Yeah,
1: yeah, um, so um, in essence, at, at, a, at a like a very uh, deeper level, uh, it's it's a call to action, right? It's, it's 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 a call to action for you. It's a reminder for you. Um, we are here experiencing a human experience, mm-hmm. um, and as a part inherent to that human experience is an emotional one, and so yeah. we're here to feel. Um, This universe, this is a feeling universe. And so when we're really saying feel the space, we're really saying ultimately that space is you. And when you talk about space, um, it's really, you know, a lot of people think about like outer space. um, Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Um, That's okay. But we're really talking about sort of the deeper core essence of who you are. You out of space, you emerge into space, you will when you die. And so there is this infinite aspect of you. Um, of course, we see everything in sort of the physical side. We see everything from like a tangible thing, but there's an infinite aspect of you um, that's boundless. And so, you know, it is through meditation, it is through music that we, it is through this nowness, the presence that we get to experience that spaciousness. Yeah. Um, and so, that's what that call to action is. That's if i was to sort of wrap it up in that little short um summary that's what it is now the actual experience um it is rooted in mystery and why is it rooted in mystery it's rooted in mystery because ultimately you are a mystery yeah it's one of these things where you know i I, there's a song that um my brother who's an amazing artist uh, amazing musician he just released in um we're going to be putting out the, the, um, a short music film for it, but oh, the title of song is called, Who, Who Am I? And it's really a provocation, right? That's a question that no one could really ever answer because the, the I am-ness of you can't really be defined. Mm-hmm. It can't really be defined. And so the, all of that is what makes it a mystery. All of that is what makes it ultimately a discovery at every life stage, at every lesson, at every experience of who you are.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I also feel like that mental toughness also allows you to understand that other people can't define who you are. You know, yeah. because yeah. so often, somebody wants to kind of really like define who you are, and which is why if anyone knows me and is close enough, I mean, not to shameless plug me, cause this was all about Alex and learning more about this initiative, but I did write a book called Don't Insert Title Here. And most of that was because like, the titles driven in society, I just think are super, um, like, you know, um, uh, they box you in, you know, even. through. But the thing about it is every year, every second, we're growing as individuals in terms of what we know, and also who we are, um, understanding ourselves in terms of what we like and don't like. Um, So it's great to hear you explain it. And my introduction actually came. I don't even know if you know this, but it may, I think I, I might have told you because I, I know I send you a lot of random text messages.
1: <laughs> I appreciate every,
0: every single one. <laughs> but um, it came, I was listening um, to the playlist on Apple Music, um, and I actually refresh it so many times because I'm like, okay, maybe Alex put new music on this or whatnot. But um, I've like actually like, in terms of like needing to chill out or even like going to sleep or like wanting to have like a down day. I have listened to that playlist so much. Um, You have a playlist on Apple Music. How do you, um, how are you, um, your curation process? I would love to know more about the curation process of artists and music um, associated with the initiative because um, I think it's truly dynamic.
1: Wow, Um, well, first off, I wanna just give love to every single artist that's been a part of um, building space or Simply Space. Um, You guys have been such an inspiration to my life. not, uh, in addition to the many people who have been a part of the experiences, whether digitally or physically. Um, and so it really, <laughs> going back to the intentionality of it, it's like every part of the experience has been in some way uh, synchronized with my behind the scenes or sort of back end experience of it so every single artist that is in that playlist they've been a part of one of the experiences but it's also they've been invited as a form of either my own discovery of them
0: mm. or
1: else within our communities and so um, you know the curation of like their content is is really has originally was about focusing on artists who are creating art that art is expressing um sort of a deeper side of themselves. Yeah, um, there's a lot of music out there. And I'm, I'm not I think as I'm maturing in my own sort of realm, I'm understanding like there you do need duality, right? You need you need sort of that. I don't want to call it name names, but you need like the, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll,
0: the I'll name names for myself. Yeah. I mean, guys, I need to go from Nina Simone on Monday to Migos on Saturday. I, 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 deb- I have to exactly
1: so like it is it is it's what it's what allows for that duality it was, it's actually what allows for the appreciation just like the masculine and the feminine and so um it's what we're trying to do is to actually know this to anything like that it's just creating um a new space no pun intended for us to experience something a little bit more um elevated of the spiritual realm but the spiritual realm needs the natural just as much as um, yeah. the spiritual the natural needs the spiritual and so um, a lot of those artists that we've invited have touched that. I feel like in their music, in some way, it, it's expressed in different ways. Some of them, yeah. some of it has a more of an 808. Some of it has more of a violin string. Some of it's more soulful. A lot of it's very soulful um, because it is. We're about sort of touching that emotive feeling aspect. Um, but each of them are, are really, really talented. And then the other part of it is, you know, we we certainly love. Our, our big name artists and I want to invite them as we continue to grow um, yeah. but initially we wanted to really um, continue to um, highlight emerging artists.
0: yeah if people interested in uh, following or even knowing more about uh, space in that uh, what would be the best place to learn more?
1: Yeah absolutely so fill um, the dot space okay. you go there um, you can just simply subscribe um, with your email and name. Um, we send out newsletters, um, not um, a pointed schedule, but they you get new music invitations. Um, you know, most of our invitations have been in New York, but we're going to be looking to travel travel soon. We also have been doing some okay. stuff digitally as well. Nice. Um, so, and we're we're looking to do a lot. We're, we're super ambitious with where we can take it, um, but it's always going to be some sort of discovery and mystery to it. Um, how that looks and what that looks like, I don't even know because it's supposed to be a mystery. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love it. And I mean, you know, um, you know, it's all about longevity too, right? So I'm, I am excited to see it grow over the years. Um, but even when you just kind of talking, I think about um, what you're doing is so closely related to music. My question to you is, how far back in your family kind of line um, is um does music play a role because i mean i've heard you sing. you have a great voice you just mentioned you and your little brother i believe are working on something um john legend is your cousin i believe you know to that extent um do you come from a just a music family yeah
1: okay yeah. Okay.
0: okay. <laughs> it's,
1: like, it's real deep i mean it's so funny because yeah i mean john, john legend is a cousin of mine first cousin of mine and he's older than me um So, and it's just funny, like growing up in that type of environment. He's super talented, but we have other people in our family or or adjacent to our family that were like equally as talented. um, Maybe not as um, as much of a combination as he was, but but um, in terms of just the talent, the sheer like usable talent, it's pretty insane. And so, like when you grow up in that environment, you're on one part, you become such a good, you have—you develop such a good ear for good music
0: I can or, imagine.
1: Or, or, or just like really, really beautiful music. And then on another part, you grow up grow a side where it's like strong critique of your own talent. Oh, <laughs> so myself a lot of times, like as this amazing singer. And then when I sing, people are like, oh, my God, you have a beautiful voice. So Wait, it's really cool.
0: Yeah, you, if you ask the guy to sing, I mean, like just trust me, now I have a good air for knowing what my shower singing sounds like, and I have an echo effect. I call that the T Pain effect that plays a role, and it, I still sound horrible, but yeah, <laughs> I do, man. I do. T Pain right. actually sounds really good without the auto tune. Have you ever yeah. watched the new
1: Desk? I, I did, I, and actually, I watched the um, there's a Netflix um documentary show, um. That they did a whole episode on just like him and like auto tune, and it's really really special.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, I think it's just truly dynamic. But yeah. kind of going, you know, back to your family, um, that has really, I guess, helped uh, your creativity ultimately. And now, I guess, there's so much. I'm sure, looking back as a child with you know adult eyes now, kind of seeing that played a role to where why through whether it's advertising or whether it's through space or whether it's through any new creative idea. Um, you come from a creative family. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, my mom is incredibly creative. I just grew up watching her just create, 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 uh, technically she was a, a stay at home mom, but, um, <laughs> um, even she was even creative when and how she would express that. She would say she was a domestic engineer.
0: Yeah. love you know,
1: that. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's in us. It's in us ultimately we we were created to create that's mm-hmm. just our essence um but some of us are just a little bit more tuned some of us are just a little bit more vulnerable and i think that's what allows for the best um best best ideas
0: yeah now side projects i want to dive into it because you have some people that you know they have what you know quote unquote i guess you know a nine to five you know doing things how do you how do you balance, I guess, still making sure like that you are kind of keeping your creativity fueled uh, with passion projects?
1: Yeah. Um, I think that sometimes when we, for me, I had to redefine what balance meant.
0: Okay.
1: I think for me, balance always meant like sort of black and white 50 50. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's really more like a seesaw. It's it, Sometimes it's, it, you, you just have to be able to be harmonious to what's going on. But first and foremost, you have to, you have to, or you have to be willing, I guess, to really charge yourself up and center your needs first because you're the source. You're, you're the source in terms of which these ideas have to come through or the work has to be done. And so if you're, if you're, not, if you're tapped out, if you don't, you're not energized, you're not fueled none of it can happen. So I I guess balance for me has been really uh, understanding how I can continue to feed myself spiritually and also manage my emotions. Manage my emotions, not allow myself to get overtaken by emotions, but allow that to be a fuel to either create or or a signal to say, I need to rest. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead, finish. So that's, I think like just like conceptually or just like in practice, That's something that I've, I've definitely tried. But, and then like maybe even more specifically what I've found that's helped um, and what I've continued to do is how do you, what is your passion project? What What is your nine to five? And how can you make sure that whatever you're creating at each is adding to each other? Yeah. And so um, that's what I've continued to find has been helpful for me because otherwise, um, ultimately I'm really passionate about what I'm doing at space, but I also need to make sure you know, what I'm doing in the daytime can also add a little bit to that, to that. And then what I'm doing there can continue to add a little bit to that. And so that's what makes it make sense for me. Um, and I encourage anyone wherever they're trying to go and they, they know they're going to need the security of a nine to 5 we'll try to make sure that nine to five looks good for whatever you're trying to do for that passion project.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I think that's such a great point. I mean, in fact, I, I even need to like correct myself because I, Stop calling passion projects passion projects. At this point, I started calling them cousin projects because I'm just like, you know, your cousin. You know, it's y'all, y'all got the same bloodline, but it's 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 a little bit different. But it's not that different to where we yeah. all come together. You know, it it makes sense, and that's yeah. the way that I view all my cousin passion projects. Is like I don't want it to be exactly the same. You know, to like what I'm doing because obviously there's a level of growth that I'm not going to experience, and also too. You know you want that outlet to be testing yourself you know something that's new i mean hell me even doing this show is like you know new experience um but it's great to see like that is um you know taking off i'm learning as i'm going along and as i'm telling a lot of people alex this is the pilot season so it may not be here in six months but <laughs> but you know what is it it, it, it cre-
1: even even if it's not here in six months you've created a life and just having these conversations and they can live on their own and you don't know who it inspires if it inspires one you know and what that inspires it, it has a legacy of its own so yeah i was always have i, I want to take a time i don't this if this going to be a drop you use it another time but i just want to take a time to say you have been someone who i admire so much because my mom she raised me uh, on the on the philosophy of always be willing to reinvent yourself and if i know anyone as a peer to reinvent themselves has been a do. He is all about it. He's always creating, never not, never not creating. Um, and so that
0: you. I appreciate so much. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I, I, I'll, I'll accept that. And it's uh, not the end. So, how long have you been in New York again?
1: Um, I'm in my October, will be six, four years.
0: Okay. Wow. Yeah. Six, four years. And you know, I, I would love to know the role that meditation has played in like living in a place like New York, because, you know, you have so many people sometimes where I don't think that this, I definitely don't think this was the case with you because I know you mentioned you were in Chicago and you were Dallas and I think you also went to school in Indiana, correct?
1: Uh, Miami, I went to school, uh, sorry, okay. not my school Florida, but Ohio, Miami, uh, University of Ohio.
0: Okay. Got it. Yeah. But to that standpoint, you know, for a lot of people just starting off in their career, um, they'll try to go to these big cities and almost get swallowed because of the level of energy and how overwhelming that could be. Um, for somebody that is listening, say for instance, you know, in their junior you know, level of their career and or graduating, uh, what recommendation would you give them in terms of thinking about or considering before they go to a big city where there's so much going on that you could easily get lost and or sucked into a system uh, without having any control. Hmm. Um,
1: (laughs) I would say, um, my recommendation is that Based on my own, only only experience. Is, and,
0: and that's that's yeah. all that we have. That's yeah. all that we have. <laughs> yeah. like, like, trust me, I'm the number one troll on social media. So if I see any of you under Alex comments on Instagram saying crazy things, I'll probably yeah. come back harder. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is just personal experience.
1: Um I would say don't number one, don't allow um people's fears um or projections to become your fears. And so I, I, coming from, Ohio, I'm from Ohio. So yeah, I have, we mentioned, I have like successful cousins, but I'm also in an environment of, of what that looks like, right? It's just sort of smaller town um, feel. And, you know, there's a lot of people there that look at New York, Chicago, bigger cities, like you'll get swallowed, you'll, you'll, um, and a lot of that is them projecting their own fears mm. on you. And um, I think that if you feel a calling to go somewhere, listen to it. And if you don't listen to it, it's going to show up and manifest in your life in different ways. Um, and so not as a threat to you, but it's just going to continue you know, to show up. Um, and be- it will start as an itch and then it'll <laughs> it probably elevate to a burn to a spino, yeah. and so listen to it, um, and go for that. Um, now I didn't dive fully into moving to New York until I was 26 because I had to take a process and a journey. Chicago was a city that I think really, really developed me, um, and prepared me for a city like New York. A lot of the relationships that I have in New York, um, and, and well, the original relationships that i developed in new york were because i built strong relationships in chicago Got and it. so whatever i think the other second point to that is like understand or, or take inventory of the networks that you have so if if you know you have a beautiful network in and in whatever interests you have um or communities that you have like use that Um, as a tool to really, really inspire you to get to your next stage. And then that next stage will move you to that next stage. Because I wasn't ready for New York, right, necessarily right away. I dreamed of New York, but I had sort of taken on those fears that my peers or my family members that put on me that I I couldn't make it in New York. It's too big of a city. So I need to stay in the Midwest. Oh, wow. Um, But then when I got to the Midwest, I'd been there for a few years. I realized that my dream all along was to, evolved to the big city of New York. So um, I, don't, I don't know if that helps anybody. But it,
0: I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it does. I mean, I think what I'm trying to get a bit more closer to is kind of exactly what you said, uh, just really understanding uh, the moves that you're making, you know what I mean? And I think that's what that's the reason for this podcast is because a lot of the guests that came on have experienced so many different steps. If We're talking about, you know, Junior level like individuals that are starting careers and or we're talking about during the pandemic where there's been so many people switching jobs and thinking about taking big leaps. But it's like it's it's good to consider these things because this show is about meditation. And I think even in saying that the practice of meditation is so strongly connected to your surroundings um, in terms of where you're at. And the other thing about that is the people that you surround yourself that you surround yourself with as well. Yeah. Um, I would love to know more about—not um, to say that you're uh, selecting, you know, your friends, but also I think thinking a bit more about meditation um, and also the people that you surround yourselves with, uh, or you know, around how that plays a role through that as well in terms of having peace of mind.
1: Ooh. Um. You know, it is, I think you are selecting your friends, but I think in a lot of ways your friends are selecting you. I think that um, when I when I think about sort of, um, we're, we're actually, in con- we're in control of very, very little. We're in control of very, very little. And I think that, 100%. that we, we are, we exist as, is ultimately like consciousness. And so consciousness in, in short is like our attention and like what we like give our attention to. Um, and so I think by what you give your attention to that becomes sort of your network and your peer group and your friend group. Um, and I guess what i found in my journey is when there was, when it was a time for me to evolve from certain people, whether I wanted it or not, mm. I, I was being repelled. Yeah. I was being pushed from something that was pulling me towards a vision greater than myself. And so I think that when you think about meditation, it's really just a lifestyle. There's really, really just a lifestyle of like witnessing what's happening around you and how you can be in harmony with what your inner being is calling you to do. Mm-hmm. And um, you may not know it on a conscious level, but if you listen to the signals, sometimes that you get the signals in your gut. Sometimes you get it, it shows up in you, you know, twisting an ankle. Sometimes it, it, there's things, so many things happening around you, but if you pay attention to, to all of those things um and it could be a conversation with a friend but those things i think are shaping um who you are to be and who's to be around you and so for me i've really really come to a place in my life where i've understood even so much more because i've been in deliberate practice of meditation so there's meditation as a lifestyle but deliberate practice of meditation um where i've been able to really really be more aware of the power of the relationships that I that I that I have, whether they be the close ones or sort of more extended ones, and the yeah. intentional about how I'm
0: communicating, how I'm empowering, how I'm supporting um, as well. Got it, got it. So the level of investment that you have um, is like it's different. Different. Yeah. It's, different.
1: it's different. And the thing
0: is, like when you become
1: when you are living. It, I think the beauty of like living a meditative lifestyle is that you can weed out the faith a lot easier because if someone's not there with you, yeah, they pick up on it energetically like, oh,
0: <laughs> I'm not comfortable <laughs> yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, oh, I see where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. And so it's been beautiful. It's really been beautiful. You know, it's like, you know, we sort of started the conversation talking about, me being in a world of sort of the superficial and the aesthetic and i think mm-hmm. that all plays a role and plays a part and
0: oh yeah and i mean i think so much of that too is like growth and maturity you know throughout yeah. over the years. i mean there's so many things that i can call out looking back from just like even superficial from i mean if anybody okay well growth you know, I am growing in certain areas, but still, if anyone knows me, yeah. you know, they they, they they know I like a, a, a nice little suit, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I can, but I, I look back now and I'm just yeah. like, did I really spend that much on that? And like, well, what was the point? And you know, so all those things were well, part of maturity and growth. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. And it's, and hey, if you enjoy a good suit, it's, to me, it's not even about, you wearing a nice suit, is you, is you is you being honest with yourself enough to say, that's what
0: I enjoy. That's what I enjoy, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. So like, I think all of this is helpful because what I'm really trying to get down to, especially for the people listening, is that meditation to me in, there, in terms of what you're saying is not one dimensional, but there's many ways and many things that you could think about. I'm sure a lot that we're not gonna be able to cover in the full hour um, either. Uh, we talked about friendship, uh, you talked about the practice of breathing. You talked about where to start. Um, you dropped so many different gems um, on this show, whether you, whether you hear it or not. I'm, I'm hearing them, and also I'm personally taking you note. Know, to be honest, um, I do want to go back to something that um, we did not talk about, which is the physical. How do um, I guess food and nutrition does does that also play a role through this? Because I I can't. Honestly, I mean, you know, like me personally, I can't imagine meditating um, after a glass of whiskey. Um, just So I'm, I'm just trying to get closer to like, yeah, what, tell us about like nutrition and food and anything that you can share related to that that may be helpful for the guests uh, listening. Yeah.
1: Um, so funny enough, because um, I haven't seen you since the pandemic or before the pandemic and uh, I'm vegan. I've been vegan for, I've been practicing let me say this I've been practicing veganism yeah uh, there's levels for certain people but wow uh, for a I year been, and a half now Or yeah since the beginning of the pandemic yeah wow
0: congratulations
1: uh, well I guess thank you I don't know I don't, it's not like it's something to be achieved but but only reason I, I bring I, that up
0: I, Alex I'm saying congratulations from someone that was trying to achieve that so that's oh, why okay. I keep saying that because trust okay. me that double cheese burger with the bacon Christy bacon calling my name one day and all my vegan went out the door but I, I i would love to get closer to it because i will not be you know ignorant and not say i don't understand the benefits of doing it like you you can't get mad at anybody that is practicing or doing it because i mean for somebody that's close to the research or you've even seen the worst netflix documentary about what they're doing to meat and other things i think that's important to note but um yeah, tell us a little bit more about how you dived into that and um, also how it's closely related to meditation, if it is. Yeah, um, you know,
1: I, I, to me, I, um, I love what Pharrell, Pharrell said something where he, he, he's, he's talking about, like, creativity, like, if there's an infinite library of ideas, and you're just, you, you don't own these ideas, like, you're just checking them out, right, and I think even in like my progression into veganism, I think about it like I'm checking certain, it was me checking out certain ideas, checking out, trying out different things. Um, And so it's like, there's this first assumption that leads to the next assumption that leads me to here. And so it was was me first being like, okay, I had hit a hard rock point of my life. I felt like there was things that were really stripped of me um, that I was old of me, which I then discovered it was like really it really all needed to play a part in my own evolution. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then it was relationships that I had lost. it, it, it was it was a sort of a traumatic experience that put me in a place to say, hey, I'm going to strip myself and put myself on a fast um, so that I can really start to discover myself and I really can start to build myself up, not from not from I'm not gonna drink my way to it, I'm not gonna yeah. smoke my way to it, I'm not gonna party my way, I'm not gonna sex my way to it. And so me and me taking myself down that pathway of fasting, um I kept trying different things, right? So it went from like I'm not I won't eat meat to um I'm not gonna I'm gonna eliminate all dairy to ultimately like putting in a, a vegan vegan diet. Um, and so that happened, and then also a pandemic happened. Yeah, <laughs> and it scared me to shit because I was like,
0: "What? What? What?" We didn't know what was going on. Yeah, and I mean, let's and let's also, you know, I think be sensitive to that nature of not even say happened because we're still in a pandemic. That's true. That, that is, true. <laughs> that is very, very true.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, no, it's true. People, people, I just a friend of mine with um with the vaccine just told me they got COVID.
0: Oh, And, wow.
1: and I'm feeling symptoms. So, yeah. Um,
0: but I, all that to say, yeah.
1: Yeah, but to, all, all of that to say that it, it it was the advent of that pandemic that um, really gave me the confidence to be like, okay, I want to go full in on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what do they say? Don't, don't let a good crisis go to waste. Um, so yeah. for me, that was, how about I evolve my eating habits? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's something that I've been in practice of for over a year and a half along with meditation. And then the thing is about meditation that really helps you with that is like, you're becoming, there's a lot of things I still got to work on, um, but you just become more aware of your body. You become more aware of your thoughts. You become more aware of your feelings, your emotions. And um, it's, it's like, a, it's a washing away mm-hmm. of it. Because, Think about it. All of these repressed, suppressed thoughts that we have throughout the day—if we don't allow it to wash away—where do they go? Okay. They live in our bodies. They live, you know, they live in certain sort of built-up emotions that come out in different ways. And so, I think that's what meditation really allows you to do, and it—it um, it just gives you more uh, ability to be more conscious in your living.
0: Okay. Before before you go, and you know, not to it. I'm going to ask any of these brands to also cut the check but are there any um apps um that you use or recommend or like timers are, like are there any tools currently that exist that you found um to be supportive i can't even say helpful but you know kind of for somebody that doesn't necessarily have the re- the, the resources um to invest in um, a meditation coach as i would imagine some are free or have the resources to invest in a therapist and a lot of times um, are there any tools that you would, um, um, suggest based off of your own experience? Yeah. Um, can I just go down the list? Yeah, please. I, I would love that. I mean, yeah. Um,
1: so, okay. Um, number one, I recommend for, uh, people who want to read, but don't really, don't really love or haven't built the practice of m- manually reading. I recommend audio uh, audio books. And so I recommend audible. Um, there's also Scribd, um, each of those are like subscription based. So it's like, I think Scribd is like nine to $10 a month. Audible is like maybe $14 a month. Mm -hmm. Um, and so you have access, there's meditation tools there, but you also have access to a lot of audio books. Um, I recommend YouTube as well. YouTube has just been a great resource for me. Um, I recommend Insight Timer, um, which is another app that's like more specific and focused to, um, on meditation There's the Calm app as well, um, y'all want to throw me a bag, or though I do a bag. That's yeah, that's true. it. <laughs> uh, um, you know, there's um, there's another app called Mesmerize. Um, but I also want to shout out like actual individuals who have inspired me um, yeah, that you can sort of seek out um, on these apps and platforms. Like um, Michael B. Be Beckwith um, has been a great inspiration to me. Um, there's um, there's a there's am forgetting her name, but um, the book is called How to Do the Work, uh, where it's a, it's an amazing book really talking about um, how to really get into practice of healing yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Because you, you mentioned, like, not everyone has access to therapy. And I think you know, the, the real um, evolution that's happening now is we're not giving power to people outside of ourselves. We actually have the authority to heal ourselves. Um, and so I think she really, really delivered some great work talking about that. Um, one of the great thinkers and more so thinkers, but one of the great spiritual, like philosophers and, um, sort of insight, um, uh, provokers, I would say is Alan Watts, who's really, really inspired me. Mm-hmm. Um, Eckhart Tolle has inspired me. Oprah.
0: <laughs> okay. um, we just did a whole episode on Oprah. So you try. did, <laughs>
1: yes. yeah, and I th- the beauty of Oprah is, I think she's just a great, she's great at introducing you to people. Yeah, um, um, I want to give a shout out to Black Girl in All and Lauren Ash. Okay, um, she built a great platform. Um, she's she's I, I would consider her sort of a pioneer when it comes to like the Black wellness movement. Nice. Um, she's actually I've been a friend of mine. Um, there's a couple other folks I'm forgetting, but but um, I don't I I, I I can go down the list. No, what was the last one? Oh, show. Um, he's got a, a book called The Book of Secrets, um, where he, he gives a, – it's a long, long book that you can experience. Ram Dass, Um ooh. So all of the I – th- I just think that all of these sort of pieces and people um, are a confluence of introducing ideas um, that you can put into practice and also introducing sort of this new earth that I think we're all experiencing It's a little bit different than where we came from
0: oh 100 percent, absolutely yeah. and it's going to continue to change and let me tell you if you're not um aware of the changes around you then you would just continue to move with it which um you know to a certain extent no one should be doing you definitely want to be aware of what's happening um and also how to move forward and most importantly how to take care of yourself so um it is great to see you alex um you know what i mean um i can't wait to see you hopefully in person soon uh, also you know um want to be mindful uh, hopefully safely soon wherever that is the people that want to uh follow you or know more about you i always like to uh for people to kind of just if you're okay with it just say your instagram handle yeah yeah for
1: sure uh my instagram handle is at alex tyree t-y-r-e-e that's my first and last name um and um i you know, you can hit me up on there or um, you can definitely follow fill the space, at app field, um, as in fillings, field um, the dot space.
0: Awesome. And yeah. um, I mean, I know that you did briefly talk about the project uh, that's coming up, but do you have anything coming up that people should be aware of or should we just continue to watch closely?
1: <laughs> we'll continue to watch closely. Um, you know, we're gonna continue to um, be hosting experiences through Field of Space. Um, so I'm excited about what we're gonna continue to do there. But also uh, there's something that, we're, um, you know, I, I we touched and we'll be presenting soon-ish. Um, I mentioned my brother's um, debut single, Who Am I? It's a meditative music, it's beautiful music. I'm um, not nice. you can it now, but we're gonna put out a, um, a short music film um, related to that in the next week or so that, um, I was behind the creative direction for and Rashida, um, Zygon is um, the director. Um, so I'm really excited about that as well.
0: Awesome. Well, Alex, thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of a dose of black joy and caffeine. I always ask guests to leave us with a dose of black joy. So before we leave, if you could just smile for the camera, we'll be out. Awesome. Thank you all so much for listening. And until next time, please take care of yourselves. Talk soon.